Hello and grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm Dave Lomas, pastor here at Reality. Today we're reading through Luke chapter 2 for bread. This week is our on-ramp week for um, our bread practice, which is our um, way we collectively spend time in the scriptures every day. You can find a bread card with a schedule on it for our daily reading at church, or you can download one digitally at realitysf.com bread. Now remember, have your Bible, your journal, your pen, uh, and, a, and, a, and a quiet place that you can be with God and practice the presence of God. Like I've said before, I like to light a candle to represent the, the presence of Christ, the light of the world with me. And um, sometimes, most times, I wake up a little early than uh, everyone else in my household so I can be alone. We'll start by being still, the first part of the acronym of bread, be still. Just take a moment of silent um, reflection, openness to God, sit up straight in your chair, open your hands to God, take a deep breath. Spirit, breath, wind are all the same word and In the scriptures, it's very important that we breathe. And as you breathe, as you breathe in and breathe out, pray something like, Lord, I want to be present to you who is always present with me. Let's be still before God. Next, we're going to read Luke chapter 2, which is the R part of bread, read. Now, as I read, please pay attention to the words, follow along in your own Bible. Look for a word or a phrase or a verse that might stand out to you. This is really important as we practice listening to God through bread. Luke chapter 2. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This is the first census that took place while Cranius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and the line of David. And he went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger, because there was no guest room available for them. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. And the angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Don't be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace on those whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone to heaven, 
the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told to them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. For the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. On the eighth day, when it was time to circumcise the child, he was named Jesus, the name the angel had given him before he was conceived. When the time came for the purification rites required by the law of Moses, Joseph and Mary took him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every firstborn male is to be consecrated to the Lord and to offer a sacrifice in keeping with what is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of doves or two young pigeons. Now there was a man in Jerusalem called Simeon who was righteous and devout. He was waiting for the consolation of Israel and the Holy Spirit was on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. Moved by the Spirit, he went into the temple courts. When the parents brought the child Jesus to do for him what the custom of the law required, Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, may you now dismiss your servant in peace. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of all nations a light for revelation to the Gentiles, and the glory of your people Israel. The child's father and mother marveled at what was said about him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to Mary his mother, This child is destined to cause the falling and rising of many in Israel, and to be a sign that will be spoken against, so that the thoughts of many hearts will be revealed, and the sword will pierce your own soul too. There was also a prophet, Anna, the daughter of Penuel, the tribe of Asher. She was very old. She had lived with her husband seven years after her marriage and then was a widow until she was 84. She never left the temple but worshiped night and day, fasting and praying, coming up to them at that very moment. She gave thanks to God and spoke about the child to all who were looking forward to the redemption of Jerusalem. When Joseph and Mary had done everything required by the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee to their own town of Nazareth, and the child grew and became strong. He was filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was on him. Every year, Jesus' parents went to Jerusalem for the festival of Passover. When he was 12 years old, they went up to the festival according to the custom. After the festival was over, while his parents were returning home, the boy Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem, but they were unaware of it. Thinking he was in their company, they traveled on for a day, and they began looking for him among their relatives and friends. When they did not find him, they went back to Jerusalem to look for him. After three days, they found him in the temple courts, sitting among the teachers, listening to them and asking them questions. Everyone who heard them was amazed at his understanding and answers. When his parents saw him, they were astonished. His mother said to him, Son, why have you treated us like this? Your father and I have been anxiously searching for you. Why are you searching for me? He asked. Didn't you know I had to be in my father's house? But they did not understand what he was saying to them. Then he went down to Nazareth with them, and he was obedient to them. But his mother treasured all these things in her own heart. And Jesus grew in wisdom and stature, and in favor with God and man.
as we read this chapter and as you listen to it? What is one word or phrase or maybe thought or section that stands out to you right now? Think about this. This is God's word to you. Now taking that word or phrase that stood out to you, let it lead you into an encounter with God as you prayerfully reflect on these questions. God, what are you revealing to me in the scripture? I want to listen. What are you saying about your character or about my union with you, about my life? What is it that you want to speak to me? Pause and consider this and write it down. Now, as you turn your focus outward and see what applying the scripture to your life might look like, consider this. Write down what is one way the scripture might apply to your life today. As you go about your day with your children or with your community or with your coworkers or whatever your day might bring today, take a moment and consider how you can carry this word from God to you, with you throughout your day. Take a moment to write it down. Now let's devote ourselves to God. You can do this through silent prayer. You can pause or turn this off and just be with God in union and communion. Just be open to God. Tell God something or say God, say in prayer something like, God, I'm open to you today. I want to remain open to you today. Commit your life to him. Commit your ways to him. Offer your prayers and devote yourself to God. Enjoy your union with God right now. Thank you for joining me in today's bread reading. We'll continue tomorrow with a reading from Luke chapter 3. Peace be with you.